4: feeling about
5: this. Welcome to episode 367 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hal's Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. It's nice to meet you, Will Witten, but it's even better to meet me. I'm Sniper Smurf. I have 290 hours in Bastion total, and I specialize in sticking it up the fucking Kulo. <laughs> I had a
0: feeling that was coming.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with that stupid fucking Overwatch video. I can't get it's it out funny. of my. It is funny. It makes me laugh. So, buddy, no, uh, no podcast this ge- week. Uh, Guest this week. It's just you and it. We're going to have a special call in. I'm going to try. Fingers crossed with the technical difficulties, but I'm going to try to add somebody to the call for a little bit um, here in a second. Um, But we got another killer fucking episode of Andor to talk about. Boy,
6: howdy, do I like this show. Yeah, right. Uh, And it's okay that it's just you and me because there's a lot of uh, character development going on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in this one. Not so much else. You know, yeah. the, the trap is getting ready to be sprung. You can yep. feel the mm-hmm. tension in the spring at the moment. Yep. Yep. About to <clears> pop <throat> off. Um, so listen, guys.
5: Blueharvest.rocks for all your Blue Harvest needs. That's our website. Shout out to our buddy Sean Hoffman for building the website. Handsome bastard. Hanging out in the fucking the, the wilderness with all kinds of bears and shit. You lucky man. Anyways go there you'll find links to our twitter twitch and instagram you also find a link to our patreon which is patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast where if you really enjoy the show and you want to support us help us continue making the show upgrade equipment you know all that kind of stuff uh, you can sign up and get access to our bonus feed where we post all our bonus episodes i've been posting immediate reactions to the Andor episodes. Um, this one was a little later than normal even uh, because I was dealing with a plumbing issue, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that because I don't want to. Uh, you you want to know something real messed up, buddy? What's that? Uh, the other day I was thinking back to 2020, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the thought in my head was, man, those were the days, Right right that tells you how fucked up 2022 <clears throat> has been for me where i think fondly of 2020 all right the
6: year that was like a global dumpster fire yeah. you were
5: like oh the good old days the good old days wow but anyways um so yeah we're going to talk about andor we're going to hear from <coughs> you guys hear what you guys think of the latest episode and whatnot it'll be you know you know how we do it, unless this is your first episode, and you're like, I don't know how they do it. Well, you're about to find out. You'll hmm. figure it out. You'll <laughs> figure it out. Man. So, um, we got an update on Mama Burkhart. Mama Man. Burkhart has been hardcore binging the Disney Plus Star Wars content.
6: Okay. Um, that means we're going to have to have her on for a full Mama Burkhart episode. Well. <clears> Once <throat> she gets caught up. Um, I
5: the last i heard she was all the way up to book of with that
0: oh my goodness
5: yeah yeah so why don't we call her why don't we call her oh and hell yes there? let's see if this works i think i've figured out how we can connect her and it's not just me holding the phone up to the speaker and you can hear her and you she can hear you let's cross our fingers and see if this works okay absolutely Hello. Hey, Mom. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm doing good.
5: Well, you're on the podcast.
1: I, okay. I, I thought you said it was coming from a, a weird number.
5: Oh, did it not, Did it come through my number? Yeah. Can, hey, Will, can you hear us? Yo, Yeah, I can hear you. Can you Mom, can you okay. hear Will?
1: Yes, I
5: oh, can. We made it work. Look at this. So, Mom, everybody yeah. wants to know. <laughs> You've been catching yeah. up on the uh, Star Wars Disney plus stuff, right
1: well, yes, and but I haven't gotten okay, I've been watching andor
5: okay, what do you think of it
1: i well, in my opinion, uh-huh, I liked it when they dropped three episodes at a time, oh okay, because these these last two I mean they're good, but they're i I want to see some action, okay,
0: yeah, I get it.
1: <laughs> and, and I wish they would drop three at a time again. Hey,
5: uh, uh, I think people would be down with that. I, I don't think that's going to rock the boat too much.
6: It's a big debate yeah. currently in the streaming world whether you know these services should release episodes once a week or whether they should put the whole season out for people to binge.
1: Yeah, uh, myself, I like to binge.
6: Yeah. Right. Well, clearly, because the last update
5: I heard was that you watched – the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, and we're in the middle of Book of Boba Fett, the last I heard.
1: Yes, I am finished with both of those. And right now, my favorite... I mean, I haven't seen it... Okay, I'm not like you and Will and have seen all these Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars that I've been watching lately are the first ones I have seen in, I don't know how many years. Well, But... So far, I, in my opinion, I like Mandalorian better than I do Andor. Okay.
5: All right. Mom's drawing a line in the sand.
6: That's a fair assessment. You know, the lady likes her and, in action show, and the Mandalorian's got a lot of that.
1: The, I, well, one thing, I like that uh, woman that kicks butt.
5: Which woman that kicks I don't, butt? Ahsoka? Th-
1: well, I don't no, know. No, I think it, she's talking uh, about
5: Shand. Um,
1: the, the, the,
5: the, <clears throat> oh. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh Cara no. Dune. Cara Dune. Mom, the lady that plays Cara Dune is an asshole.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. She got <laughs>
5: fired from the show because she's a shitty person. But I oh, will okay. give her,
6: like you said, she kicks ass in the show and she is good in
1: the show.
5: The character is yes, good. She is. The lady portraying the character, not so much. Um, okay. Well, okay. So, knowing that your son's favorite character is Boba Fett, what do you think about Boba Fett and The Mandalorian?
1: Oh, I I love it, and I and I love the book of Bubba Fett. Now is are they going to come out with another season?
5: I, I hope sure so. hope so. I hope so, but there's been well, no word yet.
1: Okay, because it it sort of ended weird. I don't you know something's got to go. It I did. mean, it's got to be something else going on.
6: There it does. It um,
5: all right, so now now you get all the hype behind little uh, Groke, <clears throat> little baby Yoda. What do you think about that? What's that? Little baby Yoda.
1: Oh, I love Baby Yoda now.
0: Yeah,
5: right. And I
1: love him in his uh, steel, his little, that little shirt that um, Mm -hmm. they made for him.
5: Now, uh, something else I know you have been watching uh, that you started on before Star Wars is you went back and watched all the Lord of the Rings stuff, right? You remember? Oh, yeah. You remember the armor shirt that uh, Frodo gets in Fellowship of the Ring? Yes. Doesn't that kind of remind you of that shirt they give the little Grogu?
1: Okay, I didn't even think about that. Yes,
5: yeah. it does. Yeah, look at look at your son. Look at him.
1: See, see, y- y'all notice stuff like that, and and I wouldn't, you know, it, it wouldn't wouldn't come to my mind, especially all the stuff that y'all see in Andor that you've seen, and some of the other ones like in the. Um, oh, one thing I need to know. Okay. I'm ha- I'm having a hard time keeping up with people's name in Andor.
5: Oh, uh, mom. Me too. <laughs> Me too.
1: <laughs> I don't
5: know what it is, but I have a hard time keeping up with some of the um, ancillary characters' names.
1: Okay, Luthen.
5: Yes, Luthen.
1: Okay, is Luthen the gentleman that took Cassian to the other six people? Yes. Okay, is he the same guy that wore the rings?
5: Yes. Yes. He has a a disguise that he puts on when he goes to work in his fancy antique shop.
1: Okay, so he's he's sort of living a double life
5: here. Yes. Like
6: Spymaster.
5: Yes, just like Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, the lady who has the shitty husband and the mean kid, right?
1: Yes, yes. I I, I know her name.
5: She is a senator, right, who is also Uh working with the Rebellion. So she's a senator in the Empire's Senate. But she is, you know, helping fund and and working behind the scenes with the rebellion.
1: Yeah, because I heard her telling—was it Luthen—that was, she was having a hard time moving the money.
5: Yep, yep. And,
1: okay, and okay. that's
5: probably why they're trying to steal the imperial payroll, right? That's that whole mission that Cassie. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. I was wondering why they were going to do that. Why they were doing that.
5: Uh, you'll be happy to know, Mom. Uh, uh, on the What's latest uh, on the latest Patreon episode where I talk about the um, the latest episode of Cassie and I said, "Thank goodness my mom is not like that one dude's mom." You know the guy who.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was gonna ask. What? Okay. <laughs> you... I don't understand. Okay, I see him putting that thing in his hand, and it looks like it's Cassie and a hologram of Cassie.
5: Uh huh. Right. He's obsessed with Cassie, okay. right? He took that from work. Oh. His last job.
1: Oh, okay.
5: Um, now
1: <laughs> the, you know who that lady. <laughs> yeah.
5: or, you know who his mom reminds me of a little bit. I don't know, Jackie. Hey,
1: now, okay, yeah, being little like that. Yep. Y-
5: yes. Okay. So, for the list, listeners are not going to know this, but my mom had a work friend, a lady named Jackie, who was like a an old. A single lady who worked with my mom and they would go to football games and stuff and like my mom would just and sometimes Jackie would babysit me and my sister and she reminds <laughs> me of that guy Cyril's mom a whole lot for some reason
1: mm-hmm. I didn't think about that but yes she does
6: <laughs> it's making me feel bad for the guy like I really hated oh, yeah. him but this the, and yeah. seeing how his mom treats him I'm starting to feel bad for him a little bit I'm sure we'll swing back around to where I hate his guts
1: Okay, I need to I need to ask a question.
6: Okay, go for it.
5: Because
1: either either I missed it or or what? Why did he get fired from his job?
5: Because he messed up that mission, right? The mission, and where they he turned, got yeah. dudes killed. And he, he was supposed to go killed. have
6: somebody arrested, and he got like three or four dudes killed.
5: Like okay, okay, r- right? Like so, remember his his boss told him like, forget this whole thing, don't worry about it. We'll just say it was you know a random fight that these two dudes got yeah. mixed up in. And, and he didn't listen to his boss, and he took that whole team down to the planet to try and arrest Cassian, and, and shit broke loose. That's what he got fired
1: for. Okay. 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 And...
5: Have you watched uh, uh, Obi-Wan wh- yet?
1: No, I haven't started on Obi-Wan
5: yet. oh uh, Get ready for that. I interview. haven't even got...
1: I haven't even got started... Okay, is Obi-Wan a series, too?
5: Yes, it's six episodes. It is.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is, is this the first season?
5: Um yeah so originally I think they were planning on it only being a six episode mini series but mm-hmm. there's some rumors going around that there might be a second season for that one because of how popular it was. There's okay. another
6: little young actor in there that you're going to love.
5: Yeah, there is a character oh. there's a character that Obi-Wan is protecting in this show. Uh-huh. Um and uh, you're going to love the character. That's all Will is 100% right.
1: Okay. And what about uh, the – I think it was either the first episode the second episode, the girl, the dark-haired girl. Mm-hmm. Was, was that Cassian's sister?
5: No, no. The one that um, is, is hooking the up with that guy, Tim.
6: Oh, 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 I thought you
5: was talking about Yeah, flashback. that was
1: hooking up with that guy, and he got killed.
5: Yes. No, no. She is uh, – she's not Cassian's sister. Um okay. I think they they might have a bit of of a thing for each other, even. I don't know. But, Mom. Okay. Yeah. So, listen, what you should do is wait until this series is over, right? And watch Mm -hmm. um, Star Wars Rogue One on Disney Plus. It's a movie. Uh, Yes. That is uh, what comes after Cassian. Cassian It's the end of
6: Cassian's story.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You'll get Yeah, I I hear him. I hear y'all talking about Rogue One a lot, and I was wondering if when I should watch that. <laughs> well, so you answer, so you answered oh, my question.
6: Yeah, Hawes is absolutely right. After this series is the perfect time to watch that movie.
5: Another thing, okay, that you should watch is Solo. There's a movie on there called Solo that is a whole movie about uh, Han Solo when he was younger and how he gets. You know what? I think you'd cards. really like that too. It is action
6: packed. You're talking well, about action.
5: And right mom, up Yeah, my mom said uh, two of her favorite characters are Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yep. Uh,
1: now, is it the same character? Or is it the same person playing Han Solo?
5: No, okay. it's a different younger. actor. because oh. he's younger.
1: Is he just as is? is, is okay, is he just as good? Is, is he good looking like Han Solo was? He's uh-huh.
5: equally as swarthy and charming. He's pretty handsome. He's pretty <laughs> handsome, dude. I got to be honest
1: okay <laughs> uh, and there's young
5: lando in it too is real good you, you're i think you're really going to enjoy solo you could watch that yeah. immediately if you wanted it you know it doesn't really connect to one of the series or anything um
6: okay so let me ask you this
5: you know yeah oh oh richard burkhart right the the uh-huh. star wars mustache of knowledge
1: he's the one that got me into
5: <laughs> star wars has he been watching
1: any of this disney plus star wars I don't think so. He, You know what he's been watching? Porn. He found it on, I, for, I forget what. He found Falcon Crest.
5: Oh my goodness. D- give so uh, he, give he, him the login information for Disney Plus so he'll watch some Star Wars <laughs> instead of fucking Falcon Crest.
0: What is Falcon
5: Crest? <laughs> Falcon Crest is an 70s slash 80s nighttime soap opera in the vein of Dallas. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. It was it, okay. in, in the, you know, there's, uh instead of the jr was the bad one in the in the uh whatever family and then angela channing is a the bad one in that family
5: my dad the head of
1: household
5: my dad when i was growing up there was nothing my dad loved more than a nighttime soap opera, opera dallas falcon uh-huh. crest <laughs> there was another show that was like a spin off of dallas that i can't remember what it was called ugh
1: Maybe Knott's Landing.
5: Knott's Landing. That's exactly what it was called.
1: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Mom, uh, I, I do think you should maybe give Dad the Disney Plus login stuff so he can watch Star Wars instead of Falcon Crest. Yeah. I think he'll enjoy well, see,
1: we, uh We got us a new TV today. Oh,
5: what kind of TV? Wow.
1: It's a Samsung 65-inch
5: curve. Nice. Man, nice. look out. So, okay, so listen, that TV is going to have Disney Plus built into it, right? You can, you can. Ex- I don't know. No, it, it definitely will. It's a modern TV, it's a smart TV. You can look in there and it'll have all those apps, Netflix, all of that built in. You can just log in yeah. and, Dad, come watch. I, I, next time I talk to Dad, I'm going to tell him well, he needs to get off the Falcon Crust and watch yeah. Star Wars. You, can, you, and,
1: um, you should
6: come home and set him up, set him up on the accounts. Yeah.
1: It's like this
6: mm-hmm.
1: Will and Hoss. Uh huh. Mama Burkhart needs to see y'all in person. Well,
5: yeah. okay. All right. It'll happen. Mom, I look, you know how because 2022 it seems has like been it's
1: going. It's been forever.
5: I know. It's yeah. been yeah. since it's been a long Day. Time. I did
1: see Will a little bit in August at Jackson's birthday. Mm-hmm. True. But Hoss, it seems like, okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh huh. It's been a very long time since Mama Burkhardt has seen you.
5: Um, yeah, probably Mother's Day was probably the last real visit. You saw me briefly when I picked up the car.
1: Yeah.
5: Um. So.
1: Yeah. So it's way too long.
5: I agree. I agree, and Mom.
1: Uh, and I know. I know on. it has. You know, a lot to do with your job. I know. But hey, I can. I can arrange to meet y'all somewhere. Okay. Well. well For lunch. Or somewhere.
5: We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out sometime, Mom. I promise. Now, okay. Before we let you go, how's Jackson doing?
1: Jackson is doing very well. I have, in fact, that's why I'm in such a good mood because mm-hmm. I've got to see him like four or five times this week.
0: Woo. Oh my goodness.
1: The, well, see, it's because I I had to take him to school because uh, both of them had to be work early mm-hmm. on Wednesday and Thursday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I had to take him to school on Wednesday. And uh, then I had to pick him up because Joseph had to work late. And then I went to take him to school uh, today.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And he had a soccer game at uh, 6 o'clock. So I had to go watch him play soccer.
5: Getting a lot of grandma uh, time in.
1: Yes. Unfortunately, they didn't win, but they're they're improving.
5: Well, you know, he's like 5. So, you know, give it time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> has he said
5: anything crazy lately he's always got something
1: oh uh, he's a little con artist what do you mean he, well and Joseph said it's because me and Amanda let him
5: uh oh
1: well, when, when I picked him up <laughs> when I picked him up you know Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, and uh, everything most of the time he's half asleep and everything he don't want to get dressed or whatever but he was awake he got dressed real quick and everything and he said, Mimsy, I need some Oreos. He said, I might need a couple dollars. Ooh. So I figured that they had the machine at school. <laughs> and then uh, we he finished getting dressed and we were getting ready to go. He said, "And but you know what? You might have to use your card. He wanted, okay, I thought he was getting this, this stuff at school. No, we had to stop at the Texaco that's right by his school.
0: <laughs> and,
1: and and we went in to get to his Oreos. And, of course, they were out of them. so he got some other cookies with M&Ms or something. And then he said, Menzie, I'm hungry. I need some breakfast. <laughs> so he got him some uh, hash, she got him some a hash brown, some bacon, and some eggs. And um my look at my dude. Yeah, that boy. And and he ate uh most of he ate half his bacon, all his hash brown and lots of his eggs. And then he had to have two of his cookies for dessert.
5: Oh, <laughs> look at this dude.
1: <laughs> Who does that sound like? That sounds like me. You gotta have dessert, even <laughs> at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, right. But on. yeah, he he's just a little you know, and, and he's and I said Jackson. That's fine that, that you, you know, that we came here. But the next time we need to leave a little bit early because you have to eat fast, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's why yeah. It's going to be late for school. So, but yeah, he, he can be a little calm artist. I mean, he,
6: well, he it sounds, sounds like my like man arc. knows how to enjoy a grandma morning to mm-hmm. the fullest. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> and, and speaking of children, how are your kids, Will?
6: Oh, uh, you know, they're the best. My kids are the best. Of course. They're, uh, they're happy like and Liam, they're healthy. The,
1: it seems like Liam is growing like a weed.
6: He is. He is. I can't stop him. I'm going to turn around and he's going to be 15 in no time.
1: And how old is he now?
6: He's six. He yeah. turned six. Yeah. A too long ago. It's weird. He and
5: Jackson are like almost exactly a year apart almost, right? Like, yeah,
6: it's like a year and a, a, a couple month. weeks. Yeah,
5: or something like that. They're real. Oh, my gosh. And then – our buddy Steele's son Harry uh, is like one year younger than Jackson, and, uh, and was born right around the same time too. It's it's interesting.
1: Oh my gosh!
5: Yep, everybody, all my okay. friends that have kids apparently be having them in like the August September area, mm-hmm. popular uh-huh. time.
6: <laughs> you know when the weather starts getting cold, you hibernate. Mm.
5: all right so (laughs) all right mom well thanks for the update now listen we're going to periodically do this because i want to hear your thoughts on kenobi and stuff so you got to watch that okay um i will but you know uh so i'm glad to hear you're liking the mandalorian stuff and book of boba fett that makes me happy um
0: yes
5: what what do you okay so once you're all caught up on star wars what are you going to watch after that
1: well, see, I, have to, I still have to watch uh, – I haven't started watching Rings of Power.
5: Okay. Oh, yeah, so that's going to be good for you. Yeah, by the time you finish getting caught up, that whole show may be out, and you will be able to binge it.
1: Oh, see, I, that's the way I like it. Because <laughs> I can binge it, depending on how long the episodes are, I can binge it. If I start in the morning, I can binge it in one day. Right. And But if, if I start in the afternoon or evening, it will take me a couple of days.
5: Well, these are longer episodes too. They're they're meaty episodes these Rings of Power episodes.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. Well. See, that's one thing about the andor the the episodes aren't very long. I'm just ready for some action now.
5: It's mm-hmm. going to happen next uh, week. Next week. Mom, the, hold your horses. It is are the building build. yeah, they're building up.
6: The here. roller coaster is climbing and the lid is about to blow. Mhm.
1: And I just, okay, I want to ask one last question.
6: Okay, go for it.
1: Why is, what are the two girls going off and doing and leaving the guys to do the hard work?
6: We have no idea. I don't
5: know that they're doing, I don't know that they're leaving them to do the hard work. I think they're going to be up to some hard work of their own. Like, they just have, have, you know,
6: they have have this bad feeling that their role is kind of more of a suicide mission.
0: Mm,
6: I kind of feel like they're the ones that aren't going to make it out. I feel like their job may be maybe the most dangerous out of all of it.
1: OK, I didn't think about that. OK, mm-hmm. I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, we will.
5: All right, mom. Well, oh, okay. thanks for uh, talking. I love you. And okay. uh, we'll I'll talk soon. Love you, too. OK. All right. Bye, Miss Burkhart. Bye, mom. Oh, by the okay, way,
1: look.
5: Uh, uh, another thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I just volunteered you for this without your notice. Um, I told the listeners on Patreon to start sending in emails or and voicemails specifically for you. So we're going to have you come on and listen yeah. to some voicemails and answer them.
6: You so.
0: can answer your own okay, voicemails I'll,
6: and
5: emails.
1: I will try to. I will try to answer as well as I can.
5: Well, they're probably that's just all gonna, you got to do. They're probably just going to be asking if you have any embarrassing stories about me. To be
6: honest, so yeah,
5: okay. so have
1: some of
6: those ready for us. Oh,
1: I, right. I got yeah, I got to start thinking.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Line those up in
6: yeah. your mind, grapes. All right,
1: mom. Well, <laughs> okay. I'm glad
5: you're enjoying it all. Uh, and and please tell dad he needs to watch these Star Wars shows instead of Falcon okay, Crest. Okay, you call him. I will.
1: You call him this weekend or something. Okay. And because uh, I have it, we. I mean, it's downloaded on my Fire Stick. We use Fire Stick. We don't do cable anymore.
6: Cha cha cha. Look at you,
5: fancy. So, well, uh, uh, you can set up Disney Plus on that fancy new TV. And dad could watch it. Okay. You guys could be watching different shows at the same time. Trust me, I know, because I'm a generous guy with the Disney Plus login. So uh oh, Okay. Take care. Yeah, I, I
1: gotta figure out. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye
5: bye. All righty. Buddy, I can't believe that worked with minimal minimal technical difficulties. I agree.
6: That okay. went very well. Yeah. Slick.
5: I, as soon as we, I was like, uh-oh, she's talking about Cara Dune. Immediately I knew who she was talking about.
6: Mm-hmm. She was like the big beefy strong one. I was like, it, it, yep, yep, uh, Lady Dune. And fashion. like I said, to a credit to the show, she's good in the show. Listen. You know, she did it. her job, did it well. I you know
5: the character of Kara Duna is a cool character. It's just it's one of those things where because you know how shitty of a person they are, and you've seen yeah, the cringe, hard. the cringe ass content they're they're uh, participating in now. It's hard to separate them, but you know that's you know we always talk about this right where yeah the general audience doesn't know about. Any of that shit. Any of that or the assholes on YouTube that are, you know, racist and shitty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, being plugged in hardcore to the Star Wars side of the internet makes you aware of, like, you know, the shittier side of it. But then, on the other hand, being plugged in can introduce you to a lot of kick-ass people.
6: What I love is hearing your mom's perspective about... Uh, it's just not that big of a deal, you know. For her, it's just you know I love I like I like the action, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. I, I she's just there to watch the movie and have a good time. Yeah. And the purity of someone enjoying a Star Wars movie like that without really really coming to it with some, you know, serious scrutiny. I I think that's the magic of it, right? Like that's the magic of movies in general. Like just going to see a good fucking movie and have a good time, like. You don't have to bring all this baggage with you to it, you know. I don't know. It's just good to hear your mom talk, yeah. you know, hear it through that lens. Yeah, man. It's a it's a refreshing perspective and a reminder that you
3: exactly know, Brian, these, right.
6: are, these are just all good movies. Like you don't have to love them all; they're just good movies. That's. I think that is a very valuable
5: perspective, especially like listen, like God bless us all. We really love Star Wars. If you're listening to a Star Wars podcast you're a at least a level more involved <laughs> in Star Wars fandom than the general public, right? And you can take right. that as far as you want. And so it becomes yeah. real easy to just feel like everything is this one way or this one perspective. But to like, you know, yeah. hear from somebody from my mom, the last Star Wars movie my mom probably saw was The Force Awakens. I don't yeah. think she went to see The Last Jedi with me and my dad or Rogue One. I know she didn't go see Rogue One. So, um
6: She's really going to like that one, by
5: the way. I think she is, too. What I'm going to do is, like, I'm going to have her watch Rogue One and then Solo, and then I'm going to have her watch the sequel trilogy. She may not remember, but she went to see uh, Force Awakens and freaked out about the, uh, you know, the big character death and that. Um, Right. So I'm going to have her re-watch the sequel trilogy and watch The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Really interesting to hear what my mom thinks of those. Really interesting.
6: So, because Diego Luna is good in Rogue One, but Felicity Jones as
5: well, she blows a lid off that one. Well, I like, think, she's good. I think there's a lot of elements Rogue one, My mom will like about Rogue One. I mean, the the action sequences in that are really good. So she's looking for action; she's going to get it. Bays and Chirrut,
6: you know. The I especially you and I were talking about that the other day. I wish there was a Bays and mini miniseries, mm-hmm. like show me how they met. Like that's, uh, I would love that so much. Just to see Donnie Yen, you know, reprise that character, and how connected the two of them were. Just for their little bit of screen time, you know, in the movie. Honestly, comparatively, right? They're right. kind of side characters. <clears throat>
5: um, so <clears throat> let's talk about the new episode of Andor. Um, oh, we talked yes. about a little bit about it. But there is a development in Star Wars that I think might be one of the biggest things in Star Wars history in this episode. And I'm like, it's serial. It's fucking Star Wars serials. Will, you know your boy Halls has.
6: Oh, yeah. I'm a serial
5: um, connoisseur.
6: Yeah. The cool thing was they were like space. They were like planets. because they were marbled like brown and green like you you know know, like vegetation or or like planet swirly colors and they were in fucking blue milk can
5: can i go to the store and get a a a fucking box of andor cereal like right now no and why is that not the case huh oh it's it's too dark and gritty for a a tie-in cereal bullshit bullshit (laughs) give me that andor cereal i haven't had cereal I, like I've I've been on the cereal wagon for like you know ten months now. Haven't had cereal oh, yeah. this year because you know your boy can crush specifically some cinnamon toast crunch, uh-huh. um, um, and that has been um, you know, part of the trying to trim down in twenty twenty two was cutting the cereal out of my life. But I miss it and watching that poor sad bastard eating cereal with his mom berating him. Like I said, no joke. I, the whole time I was just like, "Dang, I'm glad my mom wasn't like that." Yeah, right. My mom's kind of mom. I think was
6: toxic. Mommy. The um
5: the, the my mom's reaction to that exact circumstance if I got fired from a job and came home, she'd be like, "Fuck them. They're they're idiots <laughs> firing you." You know what I mean? That's a good mom. That's yeah. a good mom. Um so, <clears throat> you know, this episode and like it's, this is one of those, like, yeah, yeah dude, exactly. Like, you're not bringing anything new to the table. But for me, something this episode did was kind of just reinforce that this series is going to be divided into these, like, three-episode arcs. I really do feel that now, right? Like, mm-hmm. where the first three were sort of, you know, Cassian's um, origin story, Right? Um, with the rebellion and stuff (laughs) and him meeting up with Luthan and, and um, leaving the planet and stuff. And then the second arc is clearly his first big mission with the rebellion, right? Doing this heist. Um, I got to be honest. Like I was enraptured. I do think that other star Wars shows Mandalorian or anything related could Take a page out of Andor's book and occasionally I don't think they should do it for the whole series, but pump the brakes a little bit. Give us a quote unquote slower episode that really allows us to sort of just soak in the vibe of this particular setting in the universe and character development. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to the be quality
6: mm-hmm. of writing mm-hmm. dialogue, cinematography, all of that gets to breathe in these episodes, like some of the epic shots and where they're, you know, through some of their hikes, like the scenery and the mm-hmm. wind blowing their hair. It's very obvious that they're there. Mm-hmm. The perspective, the fog, like everything is right. No, you know, you don't feel anything trying to trick your brain you know, um, perspective-wise or lighting-wise or everything feels so scaled up Mm -hmm. and open. Um, So let me ask
5: you this, Will. So my mom, she's having trouble keeping character names straight. I guess I get it from my mom. So do me a favor, okay? Because we we briefly talked about the new episode last night. We we always try to curb it a little bit so, like, you know, you and I can discuss it freshly when we record, but what um okay the group of rebels that Cassian is hanging down hanging out with there's the grumpy older guy with the tattoos what's his name skeen skeen there is the lady who um, meets with Luther and Cassian and she brings Cassian into the group
6: the leader Val
5: Val there's her girlfriend cinta cinta there is the guy who's my favorite the guy who built the model what's his name
6: Mm, it's escaping me since the, since you referred to him as mouse <laughs> uh, last episode, uh, my brain associated that. So in my brain, he's mouse. Um, I'll, because you asked this next episode, I'll try to catch his name. Okay. But it's, um, you know, last episode was the introduction episode where they introduced everybody mm-hmm. and they don't really go back to a whole lot of names unless someone's getting in trouble, which scheme did mm-hmm. multiple times. So like, I got to hear that name a lot. Dude. Um, the scene, also, Lieutenant Gorm. Like I heard that so L- times. L- so Lieutenant, Lieutenant Gorm, Gorm, I
5: knew. That's the guy that works at the uh, Imperial base. Who's like the man inside,
6: right? right,
5: dude? So the scene where Skeen finds the the Kyber crystal necklace and freaks out, and then later yeah. goes and um, you know, quote unquote, apologizes to Cassian and tells right. him the story of his brother. Like that's. Fucking primo Star Wars, right there. You know what I Equality mean? Quality acting. Yes, absolutely. I mean, dude, the dude grew pepper trees. You know what I mean?
6: Like, centuries of them. I, I mean, the hundreds of years worth of pepper trees his family had been growing on that land. Dude, I like, and then the line of like,
5: everybody has their own rebellion. I probably said that wrong, or everybody's rebellion is different. Like, yeah, everybody,
6: yeah, that's right. Everybody's rebellion is different.
5: So fucking good, dude. I. Really enjoy this show. You know, um someone well I was talking to someone about this episode of Andor, and they mentioned that the, the kid, the younger character who built the model and stuff, reminds right. them a little bit of tech from uh Bad Batch, and I was like, Holy shit, you're right. I can totally Honestly, see that.
6: I wish Tech was more like him. Tech seems so flat to me compared to this kid. Well, this kid has yeah. You know, nuance out the yin yang, but I'm sure it's just the amount of time we get to spend with them individually. Well, it's not just that. Like, it's also the difference between
5: live action and animation and voice acting and a character. You know what I mean? Not that. And big ups, D. Bradley Baker and the D. Bradley Baker show. He's phenomenal, (laughs) right? Like, you know what I mean? Hosted
6: and guest starring D. Bradley Baker with a musical
5: appearance by the D. Bradley Baker band. It's a one man band. He's doing that thing where he, like he's got the bass yeah. drum and a guitar and yeah. that that Darth Vader unmasked uh, device around his neck so he can play the fucking harmonica at the same time. The
6: the opening Dick Van Dyke scene in Mary Poppins where he's the one man band. He's like stomping with the cymbals and the bass drum and the harmonica. Yeah, but
5: uh, it's D Bradley Baker, ma'am. Coming coming <laughs> to the Nick the D Bradley Baker band. Um, so. Y- There's multiple, like, moments in this um, um, episode that, like, I was just fascinated by. Like, it's so, it's such a different feeling. You know what I mean? It it sort of takes one element of Star Wars, right? The idea of, like, the little guy fighting back against the space Nazis, right? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? The, the, the you know they're full of heart they're fucking down on their luck but they're they're still working for a better tomorrow fighting against this fascist regime right that is the empire it takes that and filters it down it takes out like the 70s um camp and stuff that's in star wars which by the way i love and like you know maybe maybe Andor could use a little bit of that i was actually just moments before we started recording talking to my buddy sam about this Um, and he brought it up and I was like, yeah, that's right. It doesn't really have that, but you know, it's sort of taking this one element of star Wars, hyper-focusing on it and fine tuning it in a way that like, I just find really fascinating. That's the benefit, right? Of having live action TV shows, right? And it's the benefit of getting to the point where we're getting multiple a year with different creative teams. You know, the Dave Filoni slash John Favreau hit the bong and write Star Wars shows are going to have a very similar feel, you know, a lot of the <laughs> times, right? Like, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, fine. Yeah. It's a feel I clearly love. I'm, you know, not here. Um, yep. I'm there for it. Right. But that's the benefit you get, right? Now you can have this super sort of macro view of the Star Wars universe Concentrated on the early rebellion, and then you can have the grander, you know, light and dark side of the Force and Kenobi, and then you can have the comic booky sense of mystery. Everybody's wearing kick-ass outfits and kicking a lot of ass of the Mandalorian stuff, right? But that's the benefit you get now, right? And now uh, we talk about this every week, but it's it's not because you know other franchises that get that variety. it's always made me a little jealous, right? Like, so I'm loving CNN Star Wars, loving it.
6: I was about to say, this is Star Wars. Um, I don't know, like metamorphosis mm-hmm. out of its cocoon. It's Disney cocoon, you know. Like, it every you know every time we get a new kind of element or thing in Star Wars, it's the first time it's been done. And, and so, this is the other thing, right? I think. As the Star Wars
5: machine goes and and, and we're pumping out new shows with variety in them, hopefully, what I'm hoping we see is less of the every single moment of Star Wars is precious and needs to be 100% perfect idea, right? You know what I mean? Where, well, okay, so maybe this style of Star Wars doesn't work for you, but just around the corner, something that does work for you is coming, right? Right. I, I consider us lucky dudes... In the fact that there's not a whole lot of Star Wars that we generally don't like. You know what I mean? I've been pretty happy with the Star Wars output. I like some of it better than others. But, you know, I've enjoyed it all, at least so far.
6: I don't detest
5: anything. No, no, no. Not even. Not even close. So, um, yeah, man. I'm just, I'm really stoked with the state of Star Wars is that Star Wars is in rather with a show like this and with the potential for more variety coming in the future, because like, okay, if you were someone who felt like, you know, like my mom or other people do, and and I don't think it's an uh, invalid uh, point of view by, uh, by any means to like, be like, well, it's a little slow for me. Right. I don't think that's, you know, necessarily a bad thing to think. But if that was the only Star Wars you were getting this year, I could see it be more disappointing if it wasn't hitting those notes for you. But that's not the case. We just got done with Obi-Wan. You know, we're going to have Tales of the Jedi coming up very soon. Uh, we're getting Andor next year, Mando, Skeleton Crew, Ahsoka, so on and so forth,
6: right? Um, right. So I, I, I think... Well, and In her defense, I will say... You know, Star Wars itself, and everything she's watched up until now, has kind of sold itself on a certain level of action no, and lightsaber
5: work. No, no, no. You know. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I um, 100% get that feeling. I, I And like this I is said, trying I don't something think it's different. Doubt. Yeah. um, But it, something about Andor has me feeling even more positive about the future of star Wars than it did previously. And I approach, I think it's pretty clear over and 67 damn episodes. I approach star Wars from a pretty positive view as you do, you know?
6: Yeah. I'll um, tell you this being in the lineup. I don't want to follow. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to be the creative project following Andor. Well, I mean, as far as live action
5: goes, that's Mando season three. And let's be fucking honest, it's pretty much set up to be, you know, unless they really drop the ball, um, it's probably going to be pretty fucking stunning. Uh, You know, if you're invested in this and that story and and, you know, the kind of Star Wars storytelling, it's telling, you know, I mean, I guess you could have a fucking random ass Nikki and Paolo fucking uh, uh, situation where like they just really go off the rails in the third season. That's a lost reference. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't think so. I, I've I, don't got, think a, so either. I got a really good feeling about the future of star Wars. If they could just get the movies going, you know what I mean? That's the yeah. last, like it, 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 star Wars TV is for me nailing it. Right. Thus far. Um, Star Wars video gaming seems like it's finally maybe straighten itself out. And, and we we're have getting there. Yeah. We're, we have prospects on the future. You know what I mean? Like battlefront two pulled itself out of the, the tail die, the nosedive. It was in Uh Jedi fallen order was spectacular. Squadrons was great. We're about to be out of the EA exclusivity deal, you know, and then we're, it's going to open up to all these other developers. Now, Just get the movies. Get the movies. It's clear that the literary stuff, by the way, fucking really working for a lot of people with the High Republic stuff. I wish I had time to get all caught up on it because I really dig it. But let's get the the movies going, and then I'll be feeling real good. You know what I
6: mean? Right, me too.
5: And you know what? It's just going to take time. I honestly do think that. I think it's just a matter of time and them – figuring out their next move and, and then, you know, we'll probably be all right. Oh dude, I don't know. So I do know why this came, I'm open up my email. So when we get to voicemails and stuff and it just showed me, um, I pre-ordered a fucking Jean Claude Van Damme, uh, figure today that I'm very excited about.
6: Coolie, woo, JCVD baby. So man, you just fed that man for a week. You yeah. just put food on that man's
5: table. Huh? Something tells me he might have a little stashed away in the bank. I hope. I do not believe that in uh, the slightest. Really, because I don't know, man. I follow him on social media, and he seems to be up to fancy things. You know what I mean? He ain't, oh yeah. You know he ain't the, eating off the dollar menu at McDonald's. Man. He's up to fancy things. Um, man, I wish he would do a con that I could go to. I I need to meet. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Christopher Lambert while I still got time. And then you know what? I'll go be one with the force motherfucker. That's a life well <laughs> lived right there. I'm at fucking, fucking Frank Dukes and Connor McLeod of the clan McLeod. Here we go, baby. Um, so back to Andor. Uh, what's some other stuff? What's something that, that popped out to you? Anything that really um, stood out for you?
6: <clears throat> the mystery of this uncle Harlow. I find myself thinking that the way he's talked about, he's either some character associated with the illegal underworld, the black dark belly Mm -hmm. of the under society, um, maybe one of the criminal syndicates or something, or he might be high on the imperial ranks. I've even had the notion that he might be that head of the intelligence bureau, the ISB, the ISB, the really old snappy man. Mm hmm. Um, that might be Uncle Harlow, and he might put the young kid with uh, uh, the lady, the the one that's popping the no-dose pills. Mm-hmm.
5: The the Hypnosil from Nightmare on Elm Street, Three the Dream Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. So listen, I'm sure that guy has a name, right? The guy that heads up the ISB. I'm sure they said it. I'm sure it was in the credits. I don't know what it is. It's been established. I'm having a hard time with character names in this show for some reason. Um, I do think that's a fascinating theory, right? Like when you told me that last night, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even consider that. I still, and even more so after this last episode, think Cyril and that lady will be meeting up and teaming up trying to find Cassian. Like they're showing that she is still obsessed with figuring out where this star path thing was stolen from. Figuring that whole thing out. He's still obsessed with Cassian, clearly. He's, like, staring at a hologram of him every night before he goes night-night. You know what I mean?
6: Man, um, this guy got me fired. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um. So, I I really do think she's going to find his name in one of the reports or something. Reach out to him. He's going to be like, well, I have some info for you. And then, there we go. Um. I... Uh, Bro, <laughs> okay. So it's not bad enough that Mon Ma Mothma's married to a douche, but her kid's shitty too. Damn, brutal. Yeah, what an ungrateful whelp. And 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 like when she leaves, and and Mon Mothma's like, "Thanks for the support, bro, bro."
6: Um, man. I wonder where she was trying to go. I get that it doesn't matter, but I wonder what kind of outing she had planned. But I guess it was something public because the daughter said, "You just want to show that you're involved, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you're off the hook. Just go." Like, indicating that I'm sure she works a lot, but like,
5: yeah, and then I'm sure you
6: have to. I
5: mean, we're gonna see it in this show, right? We're gonna see the husband or the kid discover what Mon Mothma's up to, right? And then what the fuck happens, right? What? How did? How does that resolve itself? Something about. Mon Mothma on the bridge of that fucking uh, cruiser in Return of the Jedi screams to me, "Divorced mom that doesn't see her kids." You know what I mean? Like it's
6: something, just something about that. <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> or the woman that pushed her husband off the ledge when he threatened to tell uh-huh. the senators that Palpatine's
5: that shit would be real fucking sweet if she if she knocked over one of those like he's checking out that giant bonsai tree in their foyer. She knocks that shit over on him,
6: rip she, asshole husband. Yeah, he threatens to tell Slymore, and she just three hundred Spartan kicks him right in the chest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That would be fucking rad, um,
5: <laughs> dude. Uh, seeing Luthen worried about the mission, like he has that one scene in the show where he's listening, he's trying to tune into his favorite Star Wars podcast. Um and like seeing like he doesn't have that confidence that we've seen from him so far in the series. Cause he's very confident right. and sure of himself. And you can tell like right. the way he plays it is real worried about the mission and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Um, we got a better look at the, uh, the Sith and Jedi holocrons in the background and also big ups, temple of doom fans. The Shankara stones were in that scene. Hey, Oh man, man, Lucasfilm Easter eggs. For sure, for sure. I wonder if they'll have any um, strange magic Easter eggs. Actually, I don't think Lucasfilm had anything to do with that. Do you monkey remember Monkey Island? That's Lucas Arts. Now, a monkey—if they put a secret of Monkey Island <laughs> or <laughs> Blue, Easter egg in, the- in Luther's uh, shop, buddy, I'm sorry, Boba Fett, you're out. Lufin's my new favorite character. Nah, I don't
6: mean that. That's not true. That's not true at all. He is a purveyor of antiquities and treasures. Mm-hmm. Like, his shop is basically the Tales of the Jedi show that we wanted to see. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind
5: of is. Um, Man. I, I, was, I was saying to... I can't remember if it was to you or to our buddy Johnny. To old Johnny Grosso. Like, one day whenever they do like a visual dictionary or something for this show, like maybe they'll wait until the second season and do just one, you know, compiled Cassian tome. There's mm-hmm. going to be some juicy shit in there, man. Like just the pages
6: on Luthen's shop alone. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I bet there'll be some really neat stuff detailed in there. Mm-hmm. How's that handsome Johnny Grosso?
5: He's good, man. He's good. good. Just, you know, doing the Johnny Grosso thing. So listen, buddy, <clears throat> why don't we, um, why don't we hear some, f- f- for, some friends and we will continue the Cassian conversation. Cause I'm sure, um, some of these voicemails and emails will be about the show. So be it. why don't we get to that? Let's listen to Let's a little jammy it. jam first. Um, let me make sure I have it. Correct. Five, five, two. Yeah.
0: This,
4: this, this, this salad. I don't my Joke.
0: <laughs> he hard, which he absolutely was. sister the I don't
5: Man. The, that's a piece of art it is they all are that music, is high art all our music sum- submissions like are fucking awesome they really are um so uh hearing that reminded me uh our buddy kyle johnson shout out Ky- kyle johnson who's a, a patron um i mentioned the plumbing issue on the reaction episode i did and he uh he commented this legitimately made me laugh by the way uh, his comment on the post was oh man I can't believe you broke your plumbing because you were, uh, because of how much you were keeping it clean or having to keep it clean. Basically, saying that I keep it so clean that I broke my plumbing. Mm -hmm. Boy, did it make me
6: laugh. This dude got That's what happens when you need day. dick reduction surgery. Man,
5: we, Takes a lot buddy, of cleaning, a lot of paper you gotta towels. stop this, man. You gotta stop. That's misinformation. You gotta stop. All right. They're gonna no. make a fucking Snoke, Snopes article about it. I'm gonna have to get examined. You gotta stop that. Peace and love. Peace and love. I, I don't, we're, we're a podcast about honesty. All right. Next up. Oh, oh. Uh, hey, so if you want to send in a voicemail or an email, blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. Be like our buddy Jim right here.
4: Good evening, Halsey and Will. How the heck are you? Uh, I enjoyed this episode of Andor. I think that what we're getting, you know, if you got I know you guys like it, but you got to watch it again. There's so much stuff that packed in every few minutes. And uh, I love the so-called villains. I think that it's really easy to see their side. Um, You know, as far as not being evil, when they start making decisions that are evil, I think it's going to be great to see. I wanted to lay down some theories on you. Uh, I think that Luthan is toast. Our favorite guy with the best spaceship, uh, he is, he's done. Uh, There's no way that, you know, when when Gabe uh, pointed out, who's this, with no tracking beacon, just going by without any security checks. You know, that's going to be the beginning of the end. Uh, for Luthan is his name, and then uh, Mon Mothma. Her character, I. It's so interesting, you know, the the daughter that hates her and the husband who could give a shit. I mean, that's that's all because, Mon Mothma is like a full time senator, and then a full time spy, and she can't ever be herself, because she'll get her daughter in trouble. You know, she doesn't want her daughter to be pulled into all this bullshit. And it's easy to keep an asshole husband in the dark. And the view so she's just, you know, seems like she's dull and just out for herself. But that's not, you know, we all know her secret motivations. And I just think it's such a sacrifice. And I I just I can't get enough. Sadly, I don't think her husband's going anywhere. He's, uh, he's gonna get full custody of Lida, I believe is what her name is, um, but, and I think that next episode is going to be arguably the best episode out of the series, um, I got high expectations, I mean, I didn't know what to expect when this show started, and it's just pff, so much better than I could have asked for, but, uh, that's pretty much it, guys, what do you think of those ideas, They're just reflection, I, I, I love what's happening. Oh, um, I think the leader and the healer are, uh, a same-sex couple. I think that it's going to be set up for a chance of, uh, a, a, a passionate, uh, like meaningful same-sex kiss on this, you know, mainstream TV show. I, I hope for that. Not just, you know, that they reveal it and as one of them is dying, but who knows, uh, and oh my gosh, I, I, could, I could talk all day. The guy <laughs> who's a little shaky, the guy that's on The Bear, if you've watched that show, he is killing it. When he was in the show The Bear, I was like, okay, a typical uh, actor. And then as the show went on, I realized how stellar he was. And the same thing happened in this show when he's like, oh, Sal Guerrero, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I don't know. He is awesome. Was he gonna-? Yeah, he's he's killing it again in this show. But I, I'm sorry, I'm just blathering because I, I just love this shit. But I hope you guys are enjoying it too. Uh, and Hawes, I, I, I'm sorry about your terrible week, buddy. I, I hope that uh, everything goes better. Uh, it It's always darkest before the dawn, buddy. Oh, man. Ignite the green, gentlemen.
5: Buddy, I hope so. You know, old Steve crothy co-host with me on uh, High Potion. he keeps telling me, man, 2023 is going to be your year. And I like, listen, I want, I, I want Steve to be right, but it is, it's tough right now. Um, So I, so uh, they, I don't even think it is a reveal. Like, I think it's already been revealed. Those two ladies are definitely in a relationship for sure. Um, what I really
6: like is that it's not really addressed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just
5: yeah it just is like it should be right right
6: it's not trotted out you know in in like in front of the camera in some big sort of way it's a very subtle very nuanced
5: right it's it feels real it feels like the the first time I remember um sort of I want to say the first time I remember seeing like a a gay relationship in Star Wars was in that Lords of the Sith book. And there was like an Uh Imperial moth who had lost her wife. And like, it was just, like she shows up and and one of the other moths is talking to her and he's like, man, I'm sorry to hear about your wife passing away. And she's like, yeah, it sucked. You know, I'm clearly uh, uh, paraphrasing, but it was just normal. You know what I mean? It was just normal. It was just accepted as it should be. So, right. I think that is you know the approach they're taking with those characters, and clearly, like you know the leader lady, what's her name?
6: Will, Val.
5: Val. She got pretty it's jealous.
6: Val or Vel, but,
5: but like, one of those. I got gotcha. Yeah, it seemed like she got a little jealous of uh, Cassie and and her. Yeah, girlfriend. she keeps sliding
6: in there. Yeah, she ain't gonna let me. her hit the also hit the canteen or uh, talk to him for too long.
5: By the way, shout out to uh, Mon Mothma's kid's name because that was her kid's name in the uh eu back in the day which i thought was a neat little detail
6: this deep beard knowledge stuff
5: well it wasn't really beard of knowledge stuff because as soon as i heard it i like i had this vague memory and i was like wait a second and then i looked it up so it's not like i just heard it and was immediately like oh that's the case i had to go and you know Uh confirm it that is what a beard of knowledge does
6: he affirms his knowledge before he Um, declares his
5: rightness so listen we got a voicemail from our buddy Steve A.D.
6: The the oh, I Also don't think Luthen is going anywhere. I was interrupt you. Um um
5: so I think he said, we're
6: about Um I think he's got a lot to teach still.
5: I think Luthen will probably make it through this season. He may be a character in the second season. I don't know that he makes it out of the series as a whole.
6: I agree with that yeah. assessment. Um I feel like he's got a lot more to teach Cassian though.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh we got a voicemail from our buddy Steve A D, the songbird of a generation. Um and he sent this shit at four twenty-four AM, bruh. Early to bed, early to rise. What's up, my dude? It was probably well, he's like on Eastern, so it was like five twenty-four his time, probably. All right, well let's hear what he has to say.
2: Oz Will Steve A D here. Been a little while since my last voicemail. Love you guys. Hey, uh, so the indoor. Where did the, this, his name, Clem. It's, it's kind of killing me. Background, when I was growing up, my grandmother, my mom, my mom's mom, they own a funeral home. <laughs> she bought a brand new car for the funeral home, kind of like a, not a, not a hearse, but, Just a car. It was like a Chrysler Fifth Avenue. But this is the late 80s, so even a brand new car then wasn't like, uh, you know. And it it was a Chrysler, so it it was no luxury item. But the thing would talk to you. What? It would tell you if your door was left open. Your door is ajar. Ah. It had a few things it would say to you instead of like a regular dummy light being on the dashboard. It was pretty funny. I bring this up because she named the car Clem. Every time I hear Cassian's code name in this for this heist, Clem, I think of that damn car. I don't know what happened to the car. After she she died, but well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> being around a funeral home as a little kid back in the 80s was interesting I would hang out in the morgue with my uncle as he prepped the bodies we would refer to them as stiffs working on a stiff down in the morgue We'd be sneaking around there when he wasn't looking at poke it poke the body watch him watch him doing the makeup or bombing the, uh, bombing the thing I feel like I just already got on my tangent. Uh, anyway, Cassian, I love the show. The production quality's high. It's like 4.45 in the morning right now. I just woke up going <laughs> to work already. Having a grand old time. Uh, I'll see you guys later. See you!
5: <laughs> Dude, that voicemail with him talking about poking the dead bodies. What is this? The plot of the Macaulay Culkin picture, My Girl? Didn't that movie take <laughs> place in a, a morgue, right?
6: Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Yeah,
5: yeah, it did. Old uh, oh, okay. uh, 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 Ray Stance from Ghostbusters. He was the dad and he ran a morgue or, or, or a funeral home. I'm 100% sure about this.
6: I believe
5: you. I'm the my girl beard of knowledge. Okay, the Macaulay Culkin picture, my girl, right? Stay away from right. the bees, right? They made a sequel. She got her belly button pierced in the sequel. I think I can't remember. I only I saw know. the sequel once. It was an inferior film. Um, With that
6: of Culkin. What you gonna do?
5: Yeah, they really, they really didn't think of the sequel uh, 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 prospects when they fucking I stole Macaulay. You know. They said, oh, he's okay. allergic to everything. Well, we know where this is going. He was essentially the old yeller in that movie, right? You know right. where it's going. You don't want it to happen, but you keep watching anyway.
6: It's like you can't look away.
5: If, for a second there, when he was talking about how his grandma's Chrysler talked to him, I was like, was his grandma Night Rider? But then I remembered... That my grandmother on my dad's side had a car that talked around that time, too, that would say, your door is ajar, your door is ajar, if you left the door open.
6: Buddy, I had like an, I don't remember if it was a 92 or uh, um, 94 Pontiac Bonneville,
0: mm-hmm.
6: and That's it had car. like a heads-up display that projected, you know, near miles per hour or different stuff, like, onto the glass, From within the dashboard.
5: That was the car you were driving when we first met. Well,
6: it was... Right? I mean... uh, Yeah, probably. The white car? I remember driving it until the wheels fell off, until the transmission went out. Mm -hmm. And then I got a Kia. The Rio. Kia Rio.
5: Um,
6: Much similar to uh, riding in a Mario (laughs) Go-Kart.
5: Man. Steve-A-D needs to send voicemails in more often especially if they're going to be you know these stories like this you know how this was like a backstory character development episode of cassian that was Mm -hmm. a, a backstory character development voicemail for our buddy steve man i got so many questions i'd like to ask him what's a morgue smell like not great I'm sure. Man,
6: it just kept getting better and better.
5: Yeah, I was talking about We called them stiffs. Me and my uncle called them stiffs, and I'd poke the dead bodies. Used to hang poke out the with, bodies. Hang out while they're doing the makeup or embalming them. All right, tootin' common, right? You mummifying these courses, but it's just storing them in the Sphinx? Jeez. All right, let's hear a voicemail from
6: Utah. Utah.
5: Utah.
6: Utah.
3: Dougie. Dougie. this is Dougie question for you um two parts well there's a third bonus part but um first of all can you refresh my memory on rogue one the movie how uh Jen is captured from the empire does uh, is that just a random encounter or was that something that was planned um by the rebellion to get her out of there or is that just know Cassian uh and K2 in the right place at the right time. Uh and secondly, do you think that it would be neat to have some sort of tie-in at the end of the series uh with Cassian? And maybe he's just completed like the main mission of the series and c- completed the the goal of the series and they have a, a final couple of lines. And Mon Mothma says, "Hey, I need you to go to this planet and um, secure the the cargo on this this transport." And then the the series ends, and we know that that's where it picks up in Rogue One. Uh, I think that'd be pretty neat. And then uh, the next part would be: uh, Would you think it would be a good idea to break away uh, your series from your main character for one or two episodes into a different character's? Um, Maybe have a couple episodes of Jen Erso and what she's up to and how she gets captured and what's going on with her, uh, you know, a, a couple days prior to Rogue One. And um, I think that could be a really neat crossover uh, since they've done that kind of before. And it would be something I would love to see personally. I like that kind of stuff. And then a little bonus question for Will. What are bludels? How do you make them? What flavors are they? And, uh, you know, how would you uh, get that going in the Star Wars universe? Anyways, keep it clean. Love this podcast. You know
5: keep it clean. Listen. Uh, okay, Will.
3: What, uh, let's start with you, buddy. Help our
5: buddy Dougie out. How? What's What are those bludels? That blue ramen the guy's eating in the first episode. How would you create recreate that?
6: I have no idea. Is it is it it's just like blue noodles, right? The noodles are blue, right? Yeah, it looked like ramen noodles, but they were blue. You can if you're uh, you can boil you could boil your ramen noodles in water and add blue food dye to the water and it would die. It would dye the the um just cooking but the noodles in that blue-dyed water would dye the noodles blue.
5: If you were to approach it, if somebody said to you, I want you to, from scratch, make a dish. Like, let's say StarWars.com came to you and they said, "Man, we love cooking with Will. We want you to recreate the blue noodles from there." I want to know the breadth of the recipe. What is it? What what is it? And let's say you're not using food coloring. Food coloring mm-hmm. last resort. How do you recreate it? What flavors are going on? What's the palette? You know what I mean.
6: Yeah, if I'm actually trying to make noodles that are blue without blue food coloring, I'm going to need something tinted, pigmented blue. And the best thing that I can think right off the top of my head would be blueberries. So um, I might juice some blueberries. And then... Let's see. I could either use... Or you so, okay? One of the fancy things you can get, I think you can get freeze-dried blueberry powder. You know, like so you can get, oh. um, you know, like basically blueberry juice. Anyway, I would I would either distill or or reduce this juice or use some fancy aspect of it to get mm-hmm. it into the noodles. I would either make that with my noodles or use it to color the noodles before I cook them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might even you know if the blueberry flavor carried over into the noodles, I might even do a, like a sweeter noodle thing. Mm. Like, cause there, there's some really interesting noodle salad, colder noodle salads. Um, but obviously these would be hot cause they were like hot noodles, but,
5: um, so as far as the Gen thing at the beginning of rogue one, I think, I don't think they set up for her to get captured by the empire. I just, I just think they saw that as their opportunity to go get her because of mm-hmm. her dad's connection to, you know, uh, project starlight, like, you know what I mean? I think that's right. what happened. I do. I I fully suspect as, you know, the last three episodes or whatever of Rogue One, uh, of of Andor, rather, are going on, that we will see the moment probably towards the end where they're like, hey, you know, they're they're starting to to hear whispers about the Death Star and stuff, and they're trying to figure it all out. And I bet you we will see some of those pieces fall into place. I would expect at least like a holocron, a holocron. Graham or video cameo of Jen in some way, you know. Mm-hmm. You see the uh, Cassian, like Cassian's in the, you know, that that meeting room on Yavin, and they're like, So we got this lady. She's a bit of a troublemaker, but we need someone to go pick her up. And they show her, and, and Cassian's immediately like, Yo, I'll, t- I'll take that job.
6: Yep, 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 yep. I'll it would be job. funny to see that beginning conversation between K2SO and Cassian. You know, after he meets her, like, k 2 Esco is basically like, you know, he told me a bunch of shit about it. He told me that, I, you know, that I shouldn't, I don't know. I forget now because it's been so long, but it would be funny if, to see the beginning of that conversation before they pick her up.
5: Right. And then, um, so, like, you know, I'm a guy who, you know, like, I kind of <laughs> have a lane of movies and TV that I watch. Um, so I wasn't really familiar with Felicity Jones before Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, but after Rogue One came out, I watched that movie where uh, she was playing old Stephen Hawking's wife. Have you ever seen that movie? It's yeah, I've where, where Newt Scamander uh, mm-hmm. is fucking Stephen Hawking or um, the, Eddie Redbane. the the villain from that Wachowski's movie, the one with the the hovering space elves, where Channing mm-hmm. Tatum is a space elf. What was that movie called? Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Um, uh, and she's like a real nice lady to this this you know dude's all fucked up in a wheelchair and I was like hey I, I think I might be into this lady this is a goddamn fairy tale let me tell you what <laughs> this is not the real world in my experience um but yeah that uh I think there we will see the beginnings or the planning of going to get Jen I think that'll probably be part of the uh, you know wrapping up of the series um mm-hmm especially you know as they've said that uh we will see it slowly transition and, and lead right into rogue one i also think we're probably like i think it'd be kind of silly not to get some of those other senators and stuff that are in that meeting you know the ones who are like oh fuck this we're out they can destroy planets with the space station we're out of here like you you need to get some of those people back in you need to get the mm-hmm. dude um from game of thrones back to play old general dodonna jimmy schmidt's Better be showing his gorgeous ass face in the show sometime. I need some Schmitz. Um, we got we got a lot of people I'd like to
6: see show up. That's who I thought. You know, Mon Mothma tells Luthen. You know, I have somebody I want to bring in the circle. You know, I thought that that's who she was talking about. I thought she was talking about Jimmy Schmitz.
5: Mm-hmm. Old Bale Organa. She
6: could be. All right, buddy.
5: Well, we got one email, and then we'll call it a night. This is from our buddy Sam. Howdy, Hall's and Will. I hope you fellas had a relaxing Thursday and are enjoying Andor Halls. I heard your reaction to this episode and I realized I have never experienced weevils before. Perhaps you and will can put more insight into life with those in the South. Buddy, have you ever experienced weevils?
6: Yeah, I have, uh, I've come across a weevil or two, usually a cotton weevil. Um, so I told a story. A bowl I, weevil, I, I
5: guess. Yeah, right. bowl weevil, exactly. I was, you know, because I was so fascinated with Star Wars breakfast cereal. I told this story about one summer I was over at my grandparents' house and I went to and I remember the cereal. I went to pour a bowl of cinnamon life, another one of my favorite cereals. And I was like, oh, there's tiny bugs in this. And it was weevils. Weevils had gotten into the pantry um, and gotten in that box of cereal. Um, Damn. Something that I guess people don't really is that a south thing only it's the only time it's ever happened like i don't have another memory of it happening all the time but it did happen that one time and i was like wow
6: i believe there are different species of weevils that Mm -hmm. pester different plants Mm -hmm. so i think the bull weevil is mostly cotton it might be tobacco as well but um, they're tiny they're tiny little bugs yeah.
5: yeah um Okay, he said I was listening to those cool folks over at the Rogue Rebels. Shout out, we don't build Rogue Rebels. Uh and they were talking about doing laundry in Star Wars. And I wanted to get your opinion on that as well. Do people in Star Wars actually do laundry or do they just have the same stuff all the time? You know what, buddy? If you if you were around me in person, Sam, you might think that I don't do laundry because I wear the same thing all the time. I'm either wearing fucking comfy Adidas pants and a t-shirt black t-shirt or jeans and a black t-shirt and a lot of my t-shirts are very similar so i think i bet you they do laundry of course look you 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 mean you're looking at the mothma family and wondering if they do laundry
6: those dudes do laundry clearly being on a mission or a dirty planet Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know these guys stay dirty all the time everybody in there's dirty
5: well yeah okay so maybe the band rebels aren't doing laundry but
6: for sure I feel done. like if they do do laundry, it doesn't require water.
5: Yeah, probably they probably you got put some... your
6: clothes in some sort of sonic. Yeah, it's
5: some fancy you know, Star Wars type of laundry garment yeah. cleaner. Yeah, they're not breaking out the
6: Maytag, you know what I mean? Well, the I don't know. I mean in solo they showered in water, right? In there a shower? Wouldn't Chewie and Han showering on the Falcon, maybe? Yep. Yep. Well, you know it's a different thing maybe maybe you can't
5: go into a sonic cleaner with your like your body you will know, fucking rupture your nuts or something the sonic waves mm-hmm. pop them like pitting a cherry <laughs> um finally those sheep in andor are kind of interesting there have been real life animals all through star wars from the elephant as a bantha to those snakes in empire on dagobah do those moments with animals like that ever take you out of the moment would there be one that if you saw it, it would take you out of it? Hmm. So they don't take me out of it. I'm an animal guy, though. Seeing those metal-ass sheep in Andor, I was like, those dudes are cool. <laughs> they look like a fucking death metal album.
6: Um, I will be honest. In The Last Jedi, when he gets the green milk out of the walrus or whatever, there's something about the look of that thing perched up with the giant belly and udders hanging out. That the look of it not takes you out of it, but it's shocking.
3: Yeah, like I love it. Though. There's an
6: element of shock in that moment when you first see it,
5: you're like, whoa. My man what m- the fuck? My man Luke went up and he said, There's one <clears throat> thing I know how to do, and that is get this green milk from this sea cow
6: that's just mm. chilling. Just chilling.
5: Sitting like it's relaxing. You know what I mean? Batching just like in saying, the
6: sun. Begging to be milk. Just saying milk me.
5: So mm. <clears throat> look. Something that might take me out of it, like, you know, we've seen the Star Wars version of dogs, quote-unquote, right? Like, there's the hounds that were uh, watching the shipyard here in Andor. There were the hounds in Mm -hmm. Solo, right? Weren't there some sort of dog-type animals in Solo? Mm -hmm. If you just threw, like, a Great Dane or a Golden Retriever, as much as I love Golden Retrievers, I love— uh English bulldogs if you just threw an English bulldog in an episode of Star Wars I might be like actually I take it back I'd be like oh that's fucking cool I love English bulldogs (laughs) I I turned around on it all uh, right away
6: yeah give him just a set of give him an extra long set of tusks and nobody gives a shit right yeah
5: like just or you know like have ILM making them a weird color like we have cats in Star Wars with loth cats and they kind of look like cats you know what I mean
6: yeah and the animals don't throw me, and I don't need them to look super different. It actually, honestly, adds an element of depth and realism to the world to see fauna and flora, honestly. I, uh, that's what I want to do. If I, could, <clears throat> if
5: I ever had the chance to be like a, a background character in Star Wars, I would want it to be just be me hanging out with my buddy Walter and like showing him off, being like, look at this cat. This is a good guy right here. This cat right here is a good guy. Uh, speaking of which to, to take it back to johnny grasso i was facetiming with him today he wanted to facetime to show me some uh, comic purchases he made mm-hmm. and walter was sitting in my lap and walter does this thing when he sits in my lap he like literally wraps his arm around my waist like he gives me a hug and just h- sits there and holds me and uh johnny was like let me see walter and i was like well he's right here and he's like man Is he hugging you? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I always thought you made that up. No, man. Me and my dude Walter are tight. He likes me. He's he's a good cat. He's a good guy. A big guy. And then he says, uh, thanks for the great show, fellas. And remember, calm seas don't make strong sailors. Best wishes, Sam. That's a little Rings of Power reference, isn't it? Uh, Maybe. I see you, Sam. Numenor ass um all right buddy that does it thanks for uh recording with me
6: dude thanks for having me it was a fun episode i'm glad we uh got to talk to your mom that's yeah, a lot of fun
5: i'm glad we got to figure out how to call her so she could hear you and hear me and i don't just have to hold the phone up to the mic so
6: i mean we're gonna have to go see her before we pull her online again because Boy. we're gonna hear about that again if we don't yeah she made
5: that kind of clear didn't she
6: yeah she did
5: all right guys well listen hey leave us a review on itunes we'd really appreciate it helps other people find us uh if you like our theme song check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music They're stoned cobra you can find them on itunes spotify or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. if you like video games and you want to hear me and my buddy steve talk about them check out the high potion podcast which by the way our boy will was on last week's episode with your boy halls talking about uh talking about some Fortnite. So there you mm-hmm. go. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next week where we'll be talking about more Cassian. And maybe Tales of the Jedi is coming up soon. I feel like maybe it's the week after next. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a week where we have a, an episode of Cassian to talk about and all the Tales of the Jedi shorts. That'll be a fun Oh, one.
3: shit. That's going to be awesome.
5: Yeah. So, guys, uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you soon. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hallsburg
3: and I am Bullwood.
5: may the force be with you may the force be with all of you. may the
0: force be with us